Welcome to the Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. I'm hanging out with the band Lion Court. We got David and Stacy. What's going on, guys? What's up, dude? You guys just look like a fun band, man. Like the hair, the hat, everything just looks fucking cool about you guys. We definitely try to have a good time as much as we can, for sure. It's always Stacy's birthday. <laughs> That's one way to look at it, right? Always have a birthday party to go to. Oh, 100%, man. We always celebrate this guy's birthday. It's always the, uh, you know, the 15th anniversary of his 21st birthday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Buy me a drink. Uh, hey, you know, I'm actually drinking a beer right now. If I could hand it to you through the camera, I would. Cheers, brother. Word. That'd be that'd be a cool trick to, like, hand someone something through the camera. They have to and then you just, like, it. pull it in. You just take yeah. it stick off it. We, we tried to do that one time. We kind of failed at it. So we're, Well, next up. time we're on the show, we'll do it. We'll smash it out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys are from Cent- not Northern California, but Central California, right? Yeah, we're from Modesto, California, which is about oh, like I know Modesto. an hour and 15 minutes Ew. south of SAC and kind of like the same hour and a half from San Francisco. So we're kind of like right in the middle. Yeah, I'm yeah. from I'm from Vacaville. Oh, dude, so you know exactly where we're at there. Yeah, yeah I, I used to go to Modesto. I, I've been there a couple times uh, growing up, like as a kid. I consider yeah. that Northern California, but is it Central? For sure. I like. I think of like Northern California. I think like Redding. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think I mean, Sacramento. Even though if you look on a, if you look on a map and you look at Modesto, it's like dead nuts, right? Like <laughs> right there. You know. No shit. Okay, yeah. Northern California. That's uh, yeah. I, I love California. You guys got to be the only band that sounds like you guys in in Modesto, anyways. In Mod- uh, I would say anything north of the Grapevine. I think we're the only band that sounds like us. Like all the shows we've played up here, and all the other bands, like it tends to uh, gravitate mostly towards like super heavy bands, like Thrash. Obviously, being close to the Bay Area, mm-hmm. Thrash is alive and well. And then you have you know. Uh, power metal, and then just tons of like you know, I would say like like the hardcore, hardcore new metal metalcore influence. Yeah, stuff like new metal, hardcore, all that stuff. Anything that screams. Yeah, but in terms of like hard rock, just like old school, like melody, big hooks, having a good time. I think we're kind of it. That did that. That is look. You guys kind of have like an in your bio, I guess, an eighties influence style mixed with metal maybe or hard rock kind of kind you guys have an 80s feel to your hard rockness anyways yeah 100 man i think the vast majority of us grew up on you know like van halen motley crew guns and roses metallica mm-hmm. you know so like those are all influences that we wear in our sleeve you know we're all big fans of those bands and you know, that kind of comes out into our music like you know we want to have a good time and we want to feel good while we're playing our shit so that kind of just kind of you know funnels in from the things that inspired us to even you know start how do you start a band? Okay, how do you start a band and think we're gonna go with this complete different style of music? Like, was that forced or was that something um, that just naturally happened with the band? Uh, that was 100% natural. Like, nothing about what That's we've cool. done has been forced at all. I mean, uh, this whole thing started, I had a, a like a handful of songs and kind of mm-hmm. reached out to everybody, like, hey, I got 
four or five songs with like idea like who's down and then everyone was like fuck we're in let's go <laughs> but that was kind of like how the whole thing really started it was super easy everybody was on board and we just wanted to have a good time you know just kind of get out play some shows not through a lot of expectation in terms of you know what it is that we're trying to achieve other than let's write some killer songs let's have some fun playing shows and hopefully in the process people you know want to tag along and have a good time yeah, I mean, I, I keep on looking at Stacy's hat over there. I'm gonna buy one of those. Hundred percent. Yeah. And, and you know what? What? That's clocks and colors, man. Check them out. They're bad. They're so good. All of our jewelry's clocks and colors for the most part, and the hat is super sick. I'm so mad I didn't get one. If if I had a hair, also, I would have a hair like David and a hat like Stacy. <laughs> I can only forcefully do one though at, at my age now. Reach for the stars. So I like it. I like it. All right, so the band's the Lion Corp. Super cool name. It reminds me. And you know what? It's it's a familiar name because when I saw the name Lion Corp, I was like, "Is it like a movie production company or something like that?" And that's Lions Gate, right? Yeah. But, yeah. But, but to me, it, I mean, that tells my age I'm watching Lionsgate movies probably my whole freaking life, right? Yeah. So I thought Lion Corp, and dude, the way you guys spell your name looks like, like it's, it's, I don't know if it's, I don't know the type of lettering it is, but it looks like a classically, like just, it's almost like a cursive or what, what kind of style would that be? Like a, uh, that's I don't know. That, that particular type of font is called that is fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It is bad as fuck. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. All I know is that I wanted to like try to, uh, you know, have something that was super unique and that stood out, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, again, was kind of had that refined classiness of like uh, somewhat yes. of like Victorian era. So, I mean, that was like the, the idea behind like uh, incorporating Victorian, you know, uh, era into our stage clothing in terms of like how the whole band is presented in a live environment, you know, just to kind of something else to separate us from, you know, everybody else that wants to get down and play. Every other dude wearing fucking shorts and tank tops, you know? Yes. What he <laughs> we, said. We have a little bit more style. You know, we, we believe in Yeah. Style. That's awesome. And now I know you guys were in other bands um, before starting Lion Court, and you guys have shared the stage with um, some other big bands. So seasoned, seasoned musicians, I guess. Yeah. I would say. And the band started what a few years ago? Is it newer? Yeah, so this actually kind of started uh in the fall, winter of 2017, leading into 2018. Uh, yeah. I think we released our first single Haunted and right, I think it was like New Year's Eve of 2017. Yeah. So, but we didn't even have our first show, so we had our video and the first single out, but hadn't even played a show yet. So that had happened for like another two and a half months before we actually got in front of people up in Sacramento. So, uh, yeah, so we've been around for, you know, going on four years. Damn. Right? Yeah, so, so three, three going on four. <laughs> Are you guys signed by anyone or just independent? 100% independent. And being seasoned musicians, and I don't know if anyone else in the band has, has uh, maybe they've been signed before with, with other labels or whatnot. Yeah. Is staying independent, you think, something that's going to stay with the band? Or do you think if the right label comes along, comes along, you'll you'll jump on board? I mean, I mean you want to take this one? And we can switch off. You can take your I think I think it would have to be, like, the right to the dot, like, label to take us. Because at the end of the day, like, we want to we wanna just do, have fun, not worry about too many things. 
And I think that if a label comes around that provides that for us, cool, man, fucking titties, let's do this shit. But, you know, if we can't get that, then we, we're doing fucking great, man. We're just a bunch of dudes having fun doing what we're doing, and we love that. You know, we don't want to let that go. That's, I think, for me personally, that's that's where I want to be. I don't know about you, man. I mean, again, it would have to be like that perfect storm, right? Like, obviously, so many people are doing it independent. Like, record labels are great for, uh, I think, at a particular point. But yeah. at the same time, I don't really know if they're needed as much as they were. Like, the days of playing the strip and getting signed by Tom Zutat and, you know, going on to be on Electro Records, like, that's, you know, that's myth and mystery from, uh, you know, days gone by. So I think that yeah. with the advent of so many different things like social media, TikTok, whatever the case may be, you're able to do a lot on your on your own. Um, I mean, yeah. like, we're an independent band, but Devil's Bride, I mean, we put that out almost a year ago. And I think uh, last time I checked, we had over 100, 100 streams on it. Or 100,000? 100,000 streams? Not 100. We only had 100 people listen to it. But you know what I mean? But it's like, it's not a huge huge in terms of like, you know, Beyonce getting 60 billion or whatever the case may be. But for an independent band from the central uh, of California that is doing everything 100% on our own, I think, you know, that's definitely something we can hang our hat on. You know, hopefully we have more of that in the future. I want to get so much crap for saying this, and I contemplated saying it while you were talking, but I'm going to say it. Okay. I think, look, my unprofessional opinion, okay, uh, is is that is that bands that, if you're getting signed to, like, some of these smaller labels, if you could do it yourself, I would recommend doing it yourself because a lot of these smaller labels, and I know I'm going to get some shade for this, I don't feel like they do as much for bands like they used to do um, back then. So if you have them, I don't even know if they put money into the band anymore, as maybe help with March or maybe get a manager or something instead of, of signing onto a label. So I think DIY, unless you're like a huge label, that's going to take on a band again, like $6 million, $7 million sign on right. you know, contract. I say do it yourself. Now here's my other question. And this came up when you were talking about TikTok and all those things. Okay. Um, do you think, and there's two of you there, and you guys could have different opinions, that do you think that social media is good or bad for musicians? It's a double-edged sword, man. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you what I think after you tell me what you think. Because it can go uh, either way. I mean, 100% I go either way. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's good in the sense that you're able to reach like a broad audience to a certain degree. But at the same at the same time, there are so many bands and there's so many different types of artistry that everything is so flooded and it's harder yes. to get a focus mm-hmm. on anything because you're literally competing with a sea of people that are doing the exact same thing with less or maybe the same amount of resources that you have. So to break through the noise, that part we have found is it can be rather difficult. I mean, trying to like get yourself in front of the right eyes or the right people. That is uh, that is a, a monumental challenge. I would say the exact same thing you just said, probably differently, but it would have meant the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, there's, there's so many bands out there that everyone is doing the same thing, and it does get completely flooded. And so it it, ta- it takes out that the like well the major record labels back when I was growing up. I grew up in like the late '80s, early '90s, right? You just hear a band on the radio because they got signed. Nowadays, everyone's putting their shit out there, and TikTok can get you famous. Um, Instagram can get you famous, social media in general can get 
one, and I wonder how some of these guys just get lucky, I guess, and just like their songs just go viral, you know? I think most, I think most people just kind of hope that maybe their songs gonna go viral without having to put in all the hard work. Because what, what better come up with like your first song goes fucking viral, boom, you're famous. Don't have, don't have to tour all that much to get known. No, man, that's like, that's the perfect store, right? You get to throw something out half-assed and it just blows up, and all you gotta do is just hang out at home or write another tune and hope that it does the same thing. I know. You don't have to tour. You don't have to leave the house. You're not in a van eating bologna and cheese. You know, going driving across America, tired as hell. You just hang out, get your feet up, watch some reruns of some old school, like old uh, old shows on like Netflix or something, and just chill. Well, see, that's, yeah. that's the other that's the other end of the coin, I guess. That's the other side of the coin, is you can be a, a smaller band, but if you get you know exposed to let's say you know hundred thousand people and you have some sort of like Patreon going or something, and you know you get people to support you that way, I think that for for most people. If they know how to market themselves right, I think that could be a very, very lucrative and substantial form of living, right? So it, sure. it can go both ways, man. It just depends on if how business savvy you are and how technical you can get with things. You can life is what you make it, man. That's true. And there lies the other side of the coin. <laughs> <laughs> you guys write a song called "The Other Side of the Coin," and uh, it can be about that. Yeah, let me grab a guitar and give me five minutes. All right, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> hey, so on your on your music video, uh, "Devil's Bride," right? Great song, and then you talk about one of your first songs called "Haunted." Um, do you typically name all your songs kind of fucking uh, ghostly type type that type things? Uh, you know, that's kind of like part of my theme, I guess. Like when when okay. we all started this thing, that was part of like the mission statement, right? Is taking something that was kind of like you know. I would say variety for myself. I'm just speaking for myself, but like a love of like supernatural, uh, a love of, you know, those types of show or like movies, like sleepy hollow interview with the vampire Dracula, um, nice. or watching those shows that you were on sci-fi, you know, like ghost adventures or something like try to capture that theme of like that spooky haunted shit that it's, you know, sometimes can be tongue in cheek and a little bit uh, on the side of like bordering of humor, uh-huh. but also fundamentally is dark and kind of macabre. I've always been fascinated by that, like a, like the Victorian era, the whole, you know, like if you ever seen the movie like From Hell, Johnny Depp, where it's just like Whitechapel, um, you know, uh, Jack the Ripper, those kind of things, that era of just dark, seedy, gnarly, but also kind of, you know, having that mystery to it. Um, I find it to be absolutely exciting and fascinating. So when I go about writing music, obviously, like I'm writing a song that pertains to me and the experiences that I've had, but I definitely want to be able to incorporate that darkness, you know, with devil's bride or, you know, haunted porcelain bones to where you're having this kind of like heaviness to it. And like this kind of like dark seediness that, you know, allows me to have fun with my wordplay and being able to, you know, throw out something that is going to be unique for the listener, but also at the same time for me is cathartic, you know, so I'm able to like kind of unload some of the bullshit but do it in a way that when the listener hears it, they can incorporate it as, you know, some crazy dark story or something that they can pull out from their own experiences to kind of hold on to. That's so cool, man. It's like, it's like a, a band sounds, that sounds nothing like you guys, it's like Alkaline Trio. They kind of do a little bit of some of that kind of ghostly type stuff. And you know, like in fantasy for me, like I like watching um, uh, like Discovery Channel with like the the paranormal experiences. And in fantasy and in music, I love it, right? 
But in real life, I'm such a little bitch, dude. Like, something <laughs> knocks on the door the wrong way. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Oh, fuck. We're moving. <laughs> <laughs> we got to burn the house. We're out. Dude, and you know what? I am starting a, a well, we kind of did one episode, a little mini series of like ghost stories with bands. So I don't know if you guys have any ghost stories, but if you did, it'd be super yeah. cool to get you guys on it to oh, talk about something like that. Don't get it started. Uh, oh, you guys got some But see, we're right. We're trying to get video stuff on video because I think it'd be cool to have bands on and like have a like a, a captured video from the band of like something weird that happened and then talk about it, but also promote the band. I think that's a cool way to kind of incorporate okay. it. You know, one hundred percent, man. I mean, if you could if you can manage to get a band that also has video of something that was supernatural that they experienced together and have that on and discuss it, that would be super sick. Fucking hell yeah, dude! It, <laughs> I did it. I did it once with a band called Jack Stires at Alias. It was, was kind of cool. Okay, I want to play your music video for Devil's Bride, and I will say for some reason I don't know why. Sometimes my um my uh video like it freezes. It's my Wi-Fi. I got like the best fucking Wi-Fi, but I live in like kind of the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma, so it's like sometimes not the best. So so uh I live I live right near Oklahoma City, but it's still kind of the outskirts. So we're going to play the music video for Devil's Bride. If it pauses a little bit, it won't do it too much. Uh, so I apologize in advance. Here we go with Devil's Bride by Lion Court.
Dude, sick. So, so hold on here. I muted you guys. There you go. So sick, man. That's such a great song. Thank you. Thank you. So, And I saw you guys taking selfies uh, back in the background and then playing some air guitar. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude. You got to you gotta, you gotta swing a little bit, right? You got to do some of that Shreddy Kruger shit. Hell yeah, man. That was That's a fucking cool song. And you know what? The... Like the whole song just meshes really well, and there is kind of an, a hint of '80s, I guess, with the guitar solo and the music, but not not a whole lot. But it fits very unique style, fucking badass, dude. You guys are only like, you can tell like the band's gonna do some cool ass shit, dude. Thank you, fucking man. Awesome, sick. Thanks a lot. I like the storytelling in it. Um, do you guys always wear makeup like on stage when you're performing, or is that just more of a music video thing? No, man. I mean, what you saw in the music video, if you came to one of our shows, that's what we look like. That's what you get, man. Okay, yeah, that's how awesome. Have you guys toured? Did I ask that already? Have you guys toured? Sometimes I ask the same question twice because I don't write shit down. And so well, I forget you know, what I said. If you did ask me, I don't remember, so I can okay, answer that question. <laughs> The the long and the short answer, I guess, is kind of, um, and not not out of state. So pretty much, we've done everything exclusively within California. We've done Southern California, Central California, Northern California, the Bay. Uh, so we've kind of touched the four corners of California, but nothing outside the state. Um, obviously, in the last year and a half, it's been a little difficult. Yeah, uh, we'll yeah, be out in front of some peeps and have a good time, you know, yeah. throw out some uh, shredding faces and have some cocktails with friends. But, uh, you know, we have a show this coming Friday, so we'll be out in Riverside at 108 Sports Lounge, you know, kind of warming up the old uh, the old gears and get out there in front of people and have a good fucking time. You know what I mean? How hard is it in California with, like, and I don't, you know, I used to live there. I don't anymore. Um, with with uh, the whole COVID thing and with uh, the way the state is run to be able to play conflict, they're not shutting down outdoor venues, I guess. I knew they had opened up. I thought they closed again. And now they're open back. It's hard. Hard as fuck, bro. Yes. Is it? That's just the short and simple of it is, you know, they, um, they, you know, there's that whole divide between the, you know, vaccinated and non-vaccinated. And yeah. Tested and not getting tested. So it makes it a little bit difficult where we're powered through it. You know, we're pushing through it. Hopefully, you know, sooner rather than later, we can get all this sorted out and just get back to, you know, living regular old lives, man. Okay, now not being political at all, because I did not talk about politics on the show. Accidentally talked about religion one time. I kind of just came out where I accidentally said, fuck Jehovah's Witnesses. Didn't mean it, didn't mean it, didn't mean it. Just said it again. Now you said it twice. I said it twice. Come knock on my door, I'll get your Bible from you, no big deal. Uh, which I think is the same Bible. I don't know. Mormons, I'll take their Bibles too. Okay, <laughs> now I'm talking about religion again. Okay, so, but when it comes to when it comes to uh, not being political, when it comes to this, is uh, do you guys have to show a vaccination card to play in California? Not yet. Okay. Okay. I don't, never. So. <laughs> yeah, I know that was something for a lot of people, especially people that don't want it, that don't want to get vaccinated. I. Uh, but so are. You gotta find one that's open. Like, is it known the ones that are open? Because it would suck if you own a business and you have again not being political. Just generally sucks because like fuck COVID, right? It generally sucks if you if you own a business and you are a venue for bands to come and you get most of your money from your beer beer sales because the bands come or alcohol sales because the bands come in to play the show, which drives the audience in. Right? Is it? 
is it is not every place open? Do you do you know the ones that are? Is like certain areas that are kind of just well known. I think it's it's test or vaccination. I think that for the most part, for the biggest ones like the Ace of Spades, uh-huh. like um, what is it, the Fillmore, the ones yeah. over in Bay Area, Bay Area or Sacramento. Any any big city is is vaccination or um, or a negative test. I know we have aftershock coming. Yep, and that's same rules apply, which is fine. You know that's good. It's understandable. Um, I think the biggest hit here for small businesses, in my own personal opinion, is not being able to accommodate the people that actually show up because of your la- the lack of workforce. So there's, um, you know, you have to kind of restrict how many people you let in, but then you also have to restrict them not only because the the amount of people, but because you don't have enough workers to accommodate that, right? And that kind of hurts us too, because, you know, if we need help getting, you know, up on stage and all that kind of stuff, or bartending security, all that is kind of scarce right now. So um, it it became a little bit more difficult, but I think, you know, hopefully we we get this sorted out. I hope, I hope so. (laughs) I do want to like... Want to laugh? Like I hope I don't have a big Jehovah's Witness audience. There they go. There they go. Like that's twice, motherfucker. That's twice. That's twice. Maybe they'll give me the three strikes we like to have in California. Right now. Three strikes and you're out, dude. Ah, shit. All right, let's talk about your your new song. Um, what what's your newest song? I know I know uh, Devil's Bride's not. I don't think it's your newest song. You have another song. I didn't find a video for it. But you do have a new song, right, that just recently came out not that long ago? Yeah, so we just released it uh, in July. It's called Pray. So if you have Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, whatever the case may be, whatever you listen to music on, go check it out. So Pray by Lioncourt. Give that a listen. So that's our latest and greatest. Another cool name for for a song. (laughs) All all your shit, man. All the songs, I mean, just the names of them sound cool. I hope. I haven't heard the, the uh, Devil's Bride deal when I heard you guys are coming on tonight, so I had to look it up. Uh, but I'm going to go check out a lot of it because I, if the lyrics on that song and the music on what I just heard are very similar to your other songs, then you guys definitely made my playlist, and I'm excited uh, to hear it. So let me, tell you, let me tell you my favorite song. Yeah, go ahead. Ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Kiss to Kill. Kiss <laughs> Kiss to Kill. Kiss to Kill, man. Listen to that song. It's is that, Now, is that your favorite song to play on the drums, or is that your favorite song to listen to? No, that's my favorite song when I'm fucking driving my car on the highway, the 132 or some shit, you know, just put that shit up. Um, yes, yeah, feels good. <laughs> favorite song to play on drums has got to be um, Devil's Bride, man. Really? Devil's Bride is, is just, it's, it's a tough song for me personally because I'm a rock and roll drummer and there's a lot of kicking. Uh-huh. But man, like just getting into it, the energy, the power of the song, it's so fun to play. That, yeah. that, you know what? A long time ago when I lived in uh, Vacaville, I was in a band, right, called Cricket. It was actually a decent band for what it was, just a local little, local band. Um, but the, the, the best song that I like to play uh, was a song that I hated to hear, but I love to play it. Like, I like playing it. I just didn't like listening to the song. I thought we had way better songs than that one. But playing it, it was it was a lot of toms. And I like I guess I kind of like that. I don't know. Yeah. This is like, you know, I'm old, so it was a long time ago. <laughs> I'm getting old, so it's a long, 
Yeah, dude, tongs are great. Like, you get some big tongs, just beat the fuck out of them, you know, some nice, loud, boomy noises. Oh, yeah, it was, it was super fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Uh, do you guys got a website um, and merch you guys want to talk about? Yeah, so, I mean, you can go to uh, lioncourtofficial.com. That's our, you know, official website. So you can go over there and check everything out, man. Well, we do have merch. I mean, uh, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Lion Court Official. Um, at each of those locations, you can get links. Uh, or we have a link tree on there, so it'll take you to Spotify for Prey. It'll take you to uh, all of our merchandise. We do have a whole bunch of shirts, hoodies, uh, you know, pullovers. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff, man. So, I mean, definitely, you know, if everybody out there, go check us out, man. You're going to love the designs. The designs are fucking sick. I'm <laughs> They yeah, look, everyone needs to check you guys out. You're easy to find on, you know, I thought it was going to be hard to find, but it was super easy to find Lion Court on YouTube. It was easy to find you guys on Facebook. Uh, like, like everywhere I looked, it was just you guys were right there. So I want everyone to go check them out. Check out their, they got their, their YouTube channels pretty good. And all their, I mean, their, this song is great. So I'm sure all their other songs are great. And download the music on Spotify, stream it, Apple, iHeartRadio, like he said. Check them out. All right. You guys don't go anywhere. Stay right there. You know, I'll ask one last thing. Is there anything that you guys want to talk about before we get off? Anything that you thought you may have wanted to bring up during the show? Most bands say no, but you never know. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They got nothing else to say. I want to remind everyone to go to www.thelapspot.net. Check us out on YouTube. You can stream us also on Apple, Spotify, iHeart. Ready to find your podcast? We are there. We got a Patreon page. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash the loud spot. I would appreciate it if you gave me all of your money. And we also got merchandise you can find on our website. All right. Hey, guys, don't go anywhere. Stay right there to the end of the uh, outro song. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 